Welcome, everyone. This is your push strategist, SSSA, and we're here again at Push Talks, where we focus on great methods to pushing you towards your purpose. Today, as we talk about the five excuses that stop us from getting into our purpose, our quote comes from George Washington Carver, which reads, 99% of the failures come from people who have the habit of making excuses. I hope you can learn from this. Now let's get into Push Talks. We're continuing from our last episode to discuss the five reasons people do not walk into their purpose. The first one we discussed was time, and it was such an important one. I gave you all an assignment to focus on your time, think about what you do, pay attention to what you're paying attention to, and make sure what you do is putting you in positions of success. We also talked about making sure it's not only what you spend your time in, but that you are spending your time around positive methods and places and things to help you produce your best work. So if you missed out, make sure you go back and listen and subscribe so you never have to miss an episode again. We have great nuggets for you and I don't want you to miss out. So we're going to jump into the next area of the five things that people always say that keeps them from their purpose, the five reasons. So the next one is one that many of us struggle from. I cannot think of anybody who has not brought this up to me, including myself, and that is fear. Fear is one of the five reasons people do not walk into their purpose. And fear is a very secret thing. It sneaks up inside of us It paralyzes us from not starting what we need to do to reach our purpose. Fear is just wicked. (laughs) It grips your heart. It makes you think you're not good enough. So many false realities come into your mind. It's like you're at a circus and you know like the mirrors that you walk in the mirror room or if you've seen it before and you look in the mirror and they show you to appear all these different ways than what reality is. It shows you really tall, really stocky, really wide. It just makes you look weird and different. And that is what fear does, totally what fear does. It builds a false reality to make you look at yourself differently, to make you feel differently. And it's just such a false reality from the truth. And many times, some of us are so talented and we're so gifted and we have such a great purpose out there, but we allow fear to creep in and it tells us, it makes us think that we are not good enough. It tells us why would anybody want to hear what we have to say? Why would anybody want to see what we have to do? And I'm telling you, fear, it gets the best of us sometimes and we cannot allow that to keep us from our purpose. I mean, when I walked out my business in 2013, as well as even starting this podcast and relaunching myself. I mean, fear tried to creep up many times, but you know what? You just have to say, look, I'm going to do it. People need to hear my voice. People need to know what I do. I want to solve a problem and you have to step out. And one of the things that, you know, I always say is you never know what you're going to do until you try. Oh, you never know how successful you're going to be until you try. And success is also in failure. You know, people think because things didn't go the way they wanted and they failed that they're not successful. But the learnings from things not panning out the way we want 
is sometimes so valuable. It helps us to just learn that life is not always a bed of roses and that, you know, those experiences help us have a comeback that's even greater and we're able to impact the world with our purpose. So you have to push past fear. It is a lie. It is not the truth. And you have to make sure you do not make those false realities your reality. The great thing in all of this, though, is when you're afraid and you have that fear to step out, you have to have that positive affirmation, that positivity that will help you take that step. And you have that here. Number one, you have me, your push strategist, to help push you towards success. But one of the biggest ways that I am able to combat fear is by speaking positive affirmations to myself out loud. I use scriptures. I create affirmations that are going to let me know that I can do it. For example, one that I use all the time, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I know there is nothing impossible for those who love God. I say these things to myself when those feelings try to creep up in me and make me think those false realities are true. And I say, no, I am going to face it till I make it. That's something I always say. If I even don't feel it, I'm like, oh, I don't know. I say, nope. I say, you're going to face it till you make it. So it's not fake it till I make it. I'm going to face it. I'm going to have faith and I'm going to believe that I can do it. So sometimes you have to give yourself that pep talk of positivity, those positive affirmations when it tries to speak lies over to you, that fear. And it's something that I always tell people, find your method, find your affirmations and speak them and not just read them, but speak them to yourself out loud. Look in the mirror, say it to yourself and believe it. You have to face it till you make it. Trust me, once you get yourself out there and you get past the fear, you're going to be so successful. You're going to be able to do more than you even imagined. And I spoke that to myself, you know, many of times through life when I was taking risks, when I was taking steps of faith, you just have to use those positive methods to combat fear. So I know that it seems harder than it is because trust me, there's been many times I've had to take steps of faith and you will learn that through this podcast and us getting to know one another, that um, it is by pushing yourself that sometimes, not sometimes, I would say a lot of times you produce your best work. You don't realize how far you can go. So you just really have to come back fair. And I want you guys to take time, take time out, list out the things that you fear, the things that are holding you back towards your purpose. And as a special gift to anyone who signs up for my email list, I will send out a PDF where you can download affirmations that I use to combat fear, and you can help create them for yourself. Look at your list, figure out things that you can say that are positive towards those things that you fear. And you can even come up with your own, you can pair them, but it's going to be a great guide. Whatever method you use to combat fear, I do not want that to be a thing that keeps you from your purpose. Speak positive affirmations, faith it till you make it, do whatever you have to do that works best for you. You are listening to Push Talks with your push strategist, Essa Sase. 
Today, we are talking about the five excuses that stop us from getting into our purpose. Now, let's continue. So the next area that we're going to highlight, we first talked about fear. Let's get into money. Okay, let's talk about a little bit about finances. Finances is a big one. Many people tell me, oh, I want to do business, but financially, I just can't afford it. And I get it, you know, because living in a city like New York, when I started my business a few years ago, it was almost like 10 years ago, um, I moved to New York. And then I recently moved to Minneapolis in the past few years. But when I started, I was on like a shoestring budget. And let me tell you, there are so many resources out there now that finances should not stop you. There's a lot of things for free. There's a lot of things online that can support you. And look at myself. I have a push strategist. I provide 15-minute free consultations to get you started. So there's just no reason for you to let finances stop you from your purpose. And I want to tell you guys a little story that will encourage you as well in that area. When I started my business, I pretty much had little money. I mean, little money. (laughs) Um, When I went into the next chapter of my business, which was to have a actual physical location, a storefront, which ended up being a business incubator. My business, like I just pushed myself and it evolved. And I really knew I wanted to go from online, which I initially was, to being in a place where people can find me, where I can sell my clothes and people can come to me. And I had the space and opportunity to do unique things to market it, like have fashion shows and so forth. So I knew it was time to get to the next level. So I had did vendor fairs um, while online. I mean, I did so many different things to push myself through that media. And it was just time for me to step out. So I happened to be on the bus and I was riding in Brooklyn and I ran across a friend who also was a designer. And she was like, she also wanted a place to have her stuff too. We both lived in shoebox apartments, so it wasn't like we could make those places a place for people to come and shop. It just wasn't realistic. And plus, I didn't want all, you know, so many different people in my house as I had all the time with my photo shoots. I just wanted a place that I can call my own. So the next day, I was walking down the street and I'm like, okay, I have to define something. And I came across this storefront that was vacant. I saw the phone number and I said, look, this may be the way I have to get my storefront. I'm going to try to see if I could give this owner 30 second elevator speech on how I can get into this vacant storefront and use it until he at least finds somebody to, you know, put in there because honestly he's losing money with it empty. So long story short, like I talked to the guy and he actually agreed. He didn't know me. He didn't ask me for a credit check. I didn't have like a billion dollars like most people need to, I feel like, to have a storefront in New York, especially like where I was. But, you know, honestly, it's not a billion dollars. I'm being overdramatic, but it definitely needs a pretty penny there. And I negotiated with the guy. Like, he loved what I had to say. I really made him understand that he's losing money. And he was like, okay, let's do this. So I put together my own contract. Because guys, make sure if you go into business, you always have a contract, have everything in writing. And I Googled that. That was free. I looked it up. I used knowledge that I had from past companies I work with. And I just remembered that, you know, 
I can do it. Like I remember what I did for these other places I worked and I'm like, you have the capability to do it. And it's so interesting how you realize how much you have inside yourself when you really believe in something and you want to do it. You'll find a way, you'll make a way. And again, to remind you guys, this was free. Okay. I, (laughs) I just pushed myself. I looked for resources that can help me. I Googled, you know, and read on just how to start and making sure you protect yourself in a legal way. And boom, I had a contract. And even that impressed him even more. I'm sure it convinced him in a better way um, how to have us come along and, and do this with him. So long story short, you know, I had this landlord fill out the contract and make him, you know, also keep his end of the bargain. And he was like, okay, I'm ready for you guys to start. Now, that's when I came to the part that needed most finances, which was giving him the down payment. And it wasn't much now that I look back at it compared to what other storefronts paid at that time. But it was still much more than what I and my friend could afford because we literally had apartments ourselves and then we were paying this rent. So paying two rents in New York was a lot. I think between the two of us, we had like $175 that we put down as a down payment. And then we had to come up with the rest. So we took everything we had and put it, you know, as a first month rent. So I'll tell you, it went from nothing, like literally us having nothing at this point to growing to be a success. We really took off. And I will share so much of that with you in our future episodes. But it's just the fact that it just takes you being creative and pushing yourself and knowing that you don't go from zero to 60. Like you take your time. If you don't have the huge amount of money, like 10000 20000 to start off a business, take the $100 you have, buy yourself, you know, a domain and maybe a few little things to get you started, you know, some website resources. If you need to build a website and you need a subscription, put that money towards that and work your way up. Like the fact that we were even able to do that, go from me being online to vendor fairs and then from vendor fairs to having this storefront so quickly was really, you know, not always that common, you know, And the reason I say that, because it happened so fast, like it was within, I think, the first year of me starting my business, this all transpired. So, but it was so worth it. And the fact that this storefront allowed me to not only help myself, but I turned it into a business incubator where I got to help other small businesses really encouraged me to know that if you just work hard and you don't let finances stop you and hold you back, it will always be worth it. If you like this episode, make sure you download, make sure you subscribe. You don't want to miss out. There's so many great things we have in store. And as a gift to you, we put together a daily affirmation starter. It will help you formulate the words to fight doubt, fear, and all those other things that try to keep us from purpose. Make sure you download it. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Push Talks. We look forward to speaking with you again soon. Thank you.